Welcome back to another episode of the Online Course Elevator podcast. I am excited to be joined today by Danielle Wallace, who does done-for-you copywriting services as well as copywriting coaching through her program. Thank you so much for joining us today, Danielle. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on the podcast. Um, Such an honor to be here. (laughs) The honor is all mine. So I'd love if you just get started telling us about yourself, uh, what you do, and kind of how you got into it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I obviously, I do done for you copywriting. And I actually, I coach people, uh, coaches rather, how to write email copy as well. So most of my clients are online coaches um, who I uh, help with, you know, amping up the power of storytelling in their content. And why storytelling? It's because I feel like there is a, a big gap in it in um, the online coaching space. It's a great way to make yourself different, make yourself stand out, right? Um, because sometimes everything just uh, sounds the same. And so uh, how I got started in this, Well, before I started um, my copywriting and storytelling business, I was a TV news reporter in Central and Southeast Alabama. And it was during that time where, you know, obviously I honed in on a lot of my storytelling skills that I was already passionate about. And I saw the need here as well. Um, While I was working in news, a lot of my experience in terms of like email marketing, social media marketing, all of that, that came from like a simple blog that I started way back in 2013 that's now still going as an online magazine uh, for Christian women. And so it was during that time where I honed in on those skills and basically took everything that I knew from that and from TV news and just put it all together to help online coaches in this space. So... Um, in a nutshell, <laughs> that is, that's how I got to this point. No, it's really great. I mean, it it's funny what our experiences end up leading us to, isn't it? I'm sure you did a ton of storytelling and things while you were a news reporter, but you probably didn't think, oh, this is what I'm going to go on to do for the rest of my life at that time. Um, so, I, I mean, did you fall in love with storytelling? Did it, is it you know, just something that something that you innately know that you love to do? Yeah, like, you know, ever since I can remember, like, just from when I was a child or whatnot, that was something that I already liked and I was already passionate about, right? I was one of those kids. I was a nerd. Uh, I would write fictional stories and journals or whatnot. I read a lot of books, uh, just did a lot of reading. I loved hearing about different stories. If you remember those like chick, chicken soup for the soul books. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like those back in the day, like I used to love those. So I really love storytelling and, you know, just in my spare time, just making up stories on my own. And just, you know, from a very young age, I already knew, okay, that's the kind of direction that I want to go in. And because I and I also love consuming information, which I guess that's why it led me to news, because I like consuming information and I like telling different stories. So, uh, you know, that's why I zoned in from there. Um, I've been very passionate about it from a very young age. So. That's that's really awesome. So, yeah, and I think that's important to really pick the, you know, 
go down a path that you're passionate about. So, but there's a couple of things there. I think a lot of course creators and online businesses and coaches, they forget to tell stories, right? They forget to take the time to either think about an experience they've had and align it with their audience and, and use that as a story or to take the time to understand their customer's story and to put that into some kind of format that the customer can understand that the customer can put themselves into when they're thinking about their coaching program or something like that. Um, I think it's a lost art for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so do you, do you help a lot of, uh, what kind of industries, uh, coaches do you, do you tend to help? So I have worked with a variety, uh, money coaches, finance coaches, business coaches, career coaches, wellness coaches, everybody, <laughs> basically like all of them. Um, I've even worked with, um, a few product-based brands and nonprofits. Um, but the majority of people that come to me are those online coaches who really want to, um, stand out in that capacity. Okay. Do you feel like, uh, the storytelling aspect adds a lot of power to their sales material, uh, to mm-hmm. their, e- even probably their content, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. So like the biggest way that, uh, you know, it makes a difference all the way around, but, um, you know, online coaches, course creators, you know, you have, uh, email sequences, launch sequences for courses and programs, right? It definitely comes in handy there because it's a sequence, um, obviously, but you can definitely take you. Obviously, you're supposed to take people on a journey anyway in marketing. But through those email sequences, when you're selling a course or a program, it definitely has um, an impact there. The way that you you write it and lay it out from from the very beginning, even something is um, well, it's not simple, but even it's something like somebody signing up to your email list, like they receive a welcome sequence, right? Like that's the for one of the first touch points they receive from you in your email content and that is a great way to incorporate storytelling as well like you know introducing who you are what you do why you do it uh telling them more about you know your what you offer whatever and why it's important um just taking people on a journey in those capacity in that capacity is very important so it definitely comes in handy and uh and like the email content, like welcome sequences, launch sequences, even like evergreen sequences that you might have. Okay. What kind of stories would you say that you have your coaches like tell the most? How, how do you get them to dig down into that? And what kind of stories are those? So those would definitely be the personal stories, stories where you're sharing like even your own struggles or challenges or even stuff like that. Stuff that you might feel uncomfortable to share with people. But at the end of the day, we are all human and you're not the expert in what you do if you didn't overcome different challenges and roadblocks just like your your target audience, right? So I usually ask my, you know, anybody that I'm working with, if I'm writing your content for you, or if I'm teaching you how to write email content, I'm asking you tons of questions to get that necessary information out because you can 
uh, turn it around. It might not make sense at first, but uh, you can turn it around where it relates. Well, circle it back around to your um, ideal client or customer where it relates to them, right? So, um, you know, any type of challenges, setbacks, doubts, or whatever, how how can your uh, ideal client or customer relate to that? Um, those are those are definitely like stories that can that can yeah, like pull people in because it has an emotional impact. Yeah, so I, I hear you saying a couple of things. There is is one: be vulnerable and and be okay with the fact that you're human and you've made mistakes or you've gone through hard times. And, and the fact that you came through that hard time is what makes you qualified to help these people. Mm-hmm. And so the second thing I kind of hear you saying is turn that into a mirror for your audience, show them how, you know, they can see themselves in you, in, in your program, in what you're teaching so that they can really, uh, I guess, really understand the solution and align with what you're trying to help them achieve. Does that sound right? Exactly. Yes. Uh, that That's the whole point of that. And uh, like I said, some people try to steer away from it because they might feel like, oh, I don't want to seem like, make it seem like I am, I don't know, I'm not... I'm not good, a good enough person to be teaching them or something like that, or I don't want them to know my failures for whatever reason, but I promise, like, it's something that you overcame. It gives them hope that of what's on the other side as well. And it just allows you to stand out because, I mean, let's face it, like this online space, it's, it's a lot of noise out there. How can you stand out? Like, what what can you share that's going to make you stand out? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think something that reminds me of is like people buy from people mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it's it's easy to think, oh, I have to put on this face, this mask or this persona of being this well put together person who's going to help you get, you know, I, I think Tony Robbins. But if you like, you know, he's all well put together and telling you how to how to do life, you know. But if you really break Tony Robbins down, and you listen to all his stuff like he's been through the crap. You know, yeah. he's been through it all and, and you have to start telling that story of how, how you went through it. And so, no, I, I really like that. I, I think that's really powerful. Um, you know, a lot of course creators, I feel like they get stuck in copywriting and storytelling because it is their personal brand. It's mm-hmm. really personal to them. And they're probably worried about, um, blemishing it, I get, or, or, you know, kind of, kind of hurting it to an extent, you know, what's, what's your advice for people who are, are worried about that kind of thing? You know, yeah, just like I said, it's, if you want to stand out, you got to think about that. Do I want to blend in or do I want to stand out? Right. Uh, That's the first thing, like, and then you'll, you'll probably be like, okay, uh, no, I don't want to blend in. So, um, let me figure this out. So my advice is, and I'm big on like writing prompts too. This can help you, um, you know, like get your mind to thinking about what, what is it that I can share with people? So maybe like come up with some writing prompts if you can. Sometimes I share this types of stuff on like social media or whatever, like some random writing prompts, some type of prompts or whatever to get you thinking like, okay, like I can share that. And I, this is definitely a type of story that I can 
point people back around to what I have to offer them, right? So writing prompts are very helpful. Um, just, just thinking, basically just thinking, okay, do I really want to stand out or do I really want to blend in? And that will, that will, to me, I think that that will calm your nerves because it's like, no, I don't want to sound the same as everybody else. I want to kind of, I want to stand out, right? So writing prompts, those will help you if you are one of those people like, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't even know where to start or whatever. You can even like, you know, search for some writing prompts if you want to like online or there are different books that have writing prompts or whatnot. And you're like, okay, I can circle this back around to my audience and what I, um, what I can share with them. So. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. I love writing prompts. I love anything that makes me kind of dig into myself mm-hmm. and and analyze a situation I've been in because it's it's really hard to sit down in front of your, you know, Google Doc and say, "All right, I have to write an email." And so, if you take some time in your free time or instead of sitting down to write that email and and do some of those writing prompts, it'll start to dig up some ideas, some memories, some really relatable stories that you can pull out. I, I totally agree. And and I hope everyone heard she, you know, plugging her social media, go check out her social media for, for her writing prompts. And so, yeah, I think that's great advice. Um, I'm going to, this is probably seems like a challenging question. Where would you say the most important places that people need to really focus on this storytelling content? Right. So the most important place. So while all of them are important, right? All of them are important because I I really do believe that you can use storytelling like in all of your marketing content from your website, your sales page, your email to your social. And I really believe at this point, you know, in the world that we are in right now, as you're recording this, I think that your email content is the biggest place that you can hone in on storytelling. I say that because, um, you know, you just can't, uh, you know, you got to step outside of the box of social media. If you're one of those people that are tuning in and you are, you're just, I'm just placing all my stuff on social media. You got to get out of that mindset frame and, really zone in on email marketing. The two can work together. But I really feel like the people who sign up to your email list, those people are, they're invested in what you really have to say. They've taken time out of their busy day to sign up to your email list to hear, read, or whatever from, more from you. And I feel like they deserve they deserve more exclusive content and you can really zone in uh, on storytelling there um, like every week or however often that you send your email. So I think that email is the, is the most important place right now. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would probably agree with that because if you look at it, if you look at your different channels and like layers, you know, mm-hmm. social media might be where they discover you and they're like, oh, this person's kind of interesting. And they might watch a few videos or something like that. Um, as they start to see that you really have some value to provide, because that's what you have to show first is value, then they may mm-hmm. want to get closer to you. And then they might mm-hmm. actually say, okay, 
I like this person enough to let them into my email, right? Right. So at that point, from what I hear you saying is that's when we should be telling the stories. That's when we should really be kind of letting another layer of ourselves come out. And, and allowing them to get closer to ourselves. And I've seen I've seen that evidence too uh, in email marketing. It's like people prefer a story about the course creator, the expert, whatever it is, uh, a day in the life, uh, something that they experienced, you know, a, a story from their past that was really hard for them to talk about or, or a struggle that was hard for them to overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we said, kind of aligning that humanity with the audience. So yeah, I, I would say I would say email marketing too. I would agree with that, and I think I think sales pages are important too. Yes, because <laughs> it's a different kind of story, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a little bit more of are you in this situation mm-hmm. kind of story. You're not. You don't want to talk about yourself on a sales page, but you want to you want to kind of form a, a story for the person potentially buying your product. Right. Right. So. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's definitely like sales pages, like painting the picture. It's a really painting a big portrait of what's on the other side of, of joining something uh, or opting into your offer. Like it's a giant portrait of transformation. What can yeah. this, what can this offer? How can it help this person? So it's, it's yeah. definitely important in sales pages. Yeah. And I think that's a story in itself. Like the transformation is, is a huge story that people don't tell enough. Usually Mm -hmm. they're more focused on how long is the course? What is it going to teach you? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Instead of when you get done with this course, you will be able to da, 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 you know, um, (laughs) and really having that transformative, hero image and then and then maybe a story about how it transforms people so yeah i i think that's i think that's very true yeah I, as a uh-huh oh go ahead i was about to say that uh, that's one reason why i like to remind people to you know just document their experience with uh anybody who who um, invest in their programs or their courses, right? Like, how are you able to take someone from point A to point B? People love to know, like, love to hear those client transformation stories. Um, not just like, like, I, like, you know, most of us, we have quotes from people on our website that show a testimonial, but you can also go further than that and capture what this person, the transformation from this person, like just, you know, interview them, talk to them, ask them, you know, how um, did your course or program help them and make sure kind of that you document um, how they are, where were they at um, before actually uh, joining your course or program? Yeah. And that's something I really like too, um, is forming a testimonial into a story, I think Mm -hmm. is important. Like you said, where, where were they at before they started? Where did they want to be? you know, what did the course or program do for them and where are they now? So that, so that you really have that like beginning, middle and end, mm-hmm. um, and, and show that it's not just you as the course creator or the coach that are, have, have reached this success, but you're helping other people do it. So, yeah, I think that's super important too. Mm-hmm. And something too, when we were talking a little bit about before we turn the recording on is that we both wish we had documented ourselves more, you know, in our process of like building up to this. And so I think that's something just to kind of mention too, is 
is take the time to turn on your camera every once in a while and even just talk about what you're going through or, or uh, whether you keep a journal or something like that, you know, document what you're going through personally as the creator. And those stories, as you go back and look at them, those are going to be like, you'll be able to align those with the struggles of your audience and your audience mm-hmm. will appreciate it too, right? Exactly. Yes, uh, definitely. So, and like when I started this business, yeah, that definitely set in like, okay, that, that is definitely something that I need to be doing. Right. So that is a, a must and it, it connects with people, right. It, it is a, it is a very um, important aspect of what you do. It's a way, again, to stand out like, okay, this is how they do stuff or this is what they've been going through or whatnot. I can relate to that. And it also helps, you know, they're seeing that and they're seeing the finished product that you're putting out there. So it's a, it's a win for you when you start documenting your process and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's hard for people is, like we talked about earlier, being vulnerable, but still understanding that that doesn't take away from their uh, from their attractiveness to the audience, you know. Um, right. And I mean, I know it's it's hard for me. It's it's like, OK, do I talk about this problem that I'm having? I'm the guy that's supposed to be fixing problems. Am I allowed <laughs> to have problems? You know, but you right. are you're, you're allowed right. to have problems. You're allowed to talk about, you know, what's frustrating to you. Um, and as you conquer those problems or show problems that you've conquered, you know, it just adds to your credibility. It does. I mean, I, sometimes I go through, through that too. Like after I have finished writing content for clients and strategizing and stuff like that, like usually on Fridays, I, I, that's when I work on my marketing content. And sometimes like I'll even get stuck. I'm like, I don't know if it's because my I've been, brand, I've been working on everything else the whole week, but like I will, sometimes I'll write a whole email copy or whatnot that I plan to send out to my email list. And I might scrap the whole thing and be like, I'm going to start over. Like I'll have like, I don't like this. Right. I did that to a podcast episode. You know, like this is what I'm going to talk about. Wrote out the outline or whatnot. I looked back at it earlier today and I was like, I don't want to talk about that next week. Like, I'm like, I know I put in the work in trying to figure that out, but yeah. So yeah, I know yeah, we all have struggles. <laughs> That's what we do. We're all human. We all have struggles. I mean, I do the same thing. I've been struggling over a lead magnet, you know, something to, it's like, okay, I know all about lead magnets yep. and yet I'm sitting here and it's because it's our own personal business. Right. Right. And that's why it's great to have a coach or or somebody like you or just somebody like whatever you struggle with, it's somebody to help guide you if you can, because it's always going to be harder doing it for yourself. It yeah. is. It is. It doesn't matter who you who you are, like what type of expert you are. You always need another expert in your corner to to help you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, so I understand that you have kind of a three-step framework that you use. Do you want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah. So um, the first part of it is uh, defining, right? And I came up with this three-part process because I figured like in the very beginning stages of my business, right? 
I, you know, obviously if you're working with a copywriter or somebody, you're going to ask them, you know, how do you understand my brand voice? How do you understand this? How, you know, people want to know, how are you able to do this? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I came up with this process, you know, largely because, of, you know, to ease any types of concerns or fears people might have when they have somebody um, help them in terms of writing or either strategizing. Right. And so this process, you know, basically I took what I learned in news and merged it into the copywriting and video storytelling world. And so the first part of it is defining, meaning I, um, it's important for me to have clarity about your brand's goals and needs. Like I need to know it from the inside out. And I expect you to know, <laughs> I expect you to know the basics of your brand as well, but I also have to have that clarity. So I like to, um, ask the necessary questions that I need. So before any project, I'm asking people tons of questions. That's also a big thing from my um, previous career. Like I, I know how to ask you the right questions to get to the point, right? Sometimes people have told me like, oh, that's a tough question. And it's meant to be a tough question because it because it's something that, oh, I never thought of this before. And that's important because we need to we need to share this. Whatever it is that I'm asking you, we need to share this with your audience. The second part is strategizing. I'm big on strategy. Like if you don't have we don't have a strategy, like it's not gonna not gonna turn out right. So like even before I could write your email content, but you know, before I even write it, or I can write your social media content before I even write it, I want to make sure that we have a, a solid strategy nailed down, right? So making sure that I'm getting to the root of your brand's messaging, you know, basically in order to drive action. So I might go through and look at what, what you've already done or what don't you like about what you've already done, stuff like that. And then the last part of it is extracting, meaning, you know, compiling all of your brand's attributes to extract the most compelling um, facts and turn them into a cohesive narrative. Because I I say this often um, that, you know, facts and statistics, you know, like anybody can throw those out there, right? Like we can even Google them. So, but we need to turn this around where it is, you know, some sort of, you know, narrative that makes sense for your brand and makes you stand out. So that is how that process goes. Okay. Yeah, oh, I think that's really important. I don't think enough people. I think the strategy is a is a hard part for a lot of people because I think they get into this not really knowing what they want to do, and so mm-hmm. it's really if they don't have like an endpoint that they're aiming for, it can be hard to build that strategy backwards of how to get there. And that's right. that's all a strategy is. Is okay. This is where we want to go. This is how we're going to get there. Uh, so I think that's really great. That I'm sure you get a lot of people who it it brings a little bit more cohesiveness to their business even though all your you know you're helping with copywriting it probably brings a lot of cohesiveness uh to other areas as well yeah absolutely it does it it helps in you know their social media content uh even like their uh especially like if you are have a course and you're um, sending out like an email sequence, it helps there. Like it's, yeah, it's helpful all the way around. Even like, like I help people like with their, um, people that like to sh- like want to show up on video with their content as well. I help them like strategize that piece as well. Like, you know, it's it's just helpful across the board. Strategy is everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, 
you know, if someone's, <clears throat> excuse me, if someone's listening to this and, you know, they, they're saying, oh, I, I love this. I just, I just want to know how to get started. You know, do you have any free resources or do, where would you suggest they go to begin learning this or, or, or like working with you? Uh, what would be the next step for somebody? Yeah, so I have uh, a free resource right now. Uh, I usually, <laughs> this year I kind of challenged myself. So if you listen to this episode, you might want to go grab this because I'm changing my free resources out like every quarter. But right now, um, right now, this um, this resource is um, templates, email templates that you can use for your email marketing, right? And they're actually like story-driven email templates. So they're there to help you like get your mind to uh, turning on what I could, you know, I can fill this in and, or, you know, go by this as a guide to get me going in the right direction. Um, I believe it has some prompts as well that you can use for your email content and video content. Um, and I called it the Story Stellar's Starter Kit. Basically, it's to help you, you know, try and get on track to doing things the right way, right? Um, so that is available. You know, you go to my website and you can instantly download it. And if you want, you know, free resources, more free resources or more free advice rather than, you know, once you get it, you'll be on my email list. I actually I show up for my email subscribers like twice a week. Um, I do, you know, share um different, you know, like share advice or whatnot, um, kind of to shift their perspective about copywriting and video storytelling. So. Okay. I'll make sure to get on that email list for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Is there anything else you want to, uh, that I didn't ask you that I should have asked or, or that you want to leave the listeners with? No, I think you asked all the, all the good questions. Um, but you know, if you are tuning in, just, you know, think about whether you want to blend in or whether you want to stand out. Because, you know, personally, like if I'm on social media or even like some emails that I've signed up for, I've unsubscribed. Like, I don't know, because people start to sound the same. I don't know. Like, I guess people feel like, OK, I need to be talking about this because so-and-so is talking about this. But, yeah. you know, just really think about how can I how can I stand out in, you know, all of my content all the way around? Because that is what's going to sell your course. Like hands down, it's going to sell your course. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I think be authentic, be yourself. That's what's going, you know, and, and translate that into how you communicate with people and that's going to sell yourself better. And it's a process. It takes time, but, but yeah, I, I definitely mm -hmm. agree with what you're saying is, is stand out. Don't blend in. So <laughs> All right, right, Danielle. Well, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, it, it was great having you on. If you enjoyed this track, you can check out the artist Mountaineer on Upbeat. The track title is Check It Out.